Hi friend, did you know that Finder Flow TV is now available on Roku? That's right, simply open up your Roku device and search for Finder Flow TV and then you can download the channel and start watching right away. There's nature videos with peaceful music and new TV shows that are peaceful and awesome and positive and flowing. So go ahead and get it today. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about the power of intention. The power of intention. And I've probably done other episodes around this theme, and that's okay because it's incredibly important. And. I wanted to share with you some uh, some things that are happening. So one thing in commitment, power of intention and commitment, dedication to that thing that you've committed to, that you are intentional about. So with that, I'm going to jump right into a public service announcement for the show here, which is to please use your blinker, your turn signal on the road when you're driving or when you're bicycling. You can use hand signals. That is also acceptable, right? So this is the power of intention in a very symbolic way. If we intend to turn left and we signify that to the world using our signal, then other people can see our intentions and they can adjust their lives accordingly, their commute, their drive, and this will create more flow out there on the roads, on our commutes, and that will make everybody just a little bit happier probably because dealing with people who are not using their turn, turn signal and maybe not paying attention, right? Not being intentional with their driving. They might be driving erratically or uh, might accidentally cut somebody off or they might be, um, you know, just not paying attention, distracted, which is dangerous, right? So using our turn signal, at some point it becomes automatic. If you're practicing it, it should become mostly automatic on autopilot, just like the rest of the driving. So it shouldn't take too much mental energy once you practice it and it is a powerful practice so intention in our lives when we intend to do something and we get clear about what we're intending to do and then we do it i brought up a uh, quote from goethe goethe the other uh the other day and it's one about the power of intention and commitment when you absolutely commit to something everything providence moves to support you before you fully commit there's always a chance to pull back and to uh not get it done and so life in a sense god if you will the universe whatever will test you your level of commitment that's kind of the idea and then once you're fully committed once the universe and or god or whatever is deemed that you have you're committed enough then all of a sudden everything moves to work with you and support you in that intention. So I uh, recently did a podcast episode about Think and Grow Rich. And I was recently reached out to, well, Think and Grow Rich, uh, the Instagram channel, um, Napoleon Hill channel, reached out to me 
about doing an interview about Think and Grow Rich. And so I've been rereading that book, and it is an incredibly powerful, awesome book. You know, it's a great reminder of so many things that I really believe in, and I believe in them because I've personally tested them and have them work in my own life, and that is a large part of what I try to practice and share on this podcast and in the blog and in the book series is the law of attraction and the power of intention and and the power of making plans. So, and that's something he talks about in the book. He talks about, you know, with the, the movie The Secret, and I talk about this a lot, I know. The movie The Secret and the book The Secret and all that is really great. It talks about the law of attraction, talks about getting really clear about what you want and then focusing on it and making it a burning desire, making a dream board or a vision board about it, and then uh, making it happen in a sense. And um, one thing that they don't talk about quite as much in the movie, in the book, as they do in, in Thinking, as Napoleon Hill does in Think and Grow Rich, is the part about having a plan and taking immediate action on that plan. They kind of leave that part out. And I think that's the part that, and I've said this before, I know, in podcast episodes, but now that I'm rereading the book, I see more clearly that, yeah, that is specifically the part that they did not really get into in The Secret. They talk about the first half. There's, so uh, there's six steps that Napoleon Hill lays out in manifesting or creating the thing that you want. And the first ones are like, okay, get clear about what you want. Figure out your desire. Get clear, crystal clear about your desire. You make it a burning desire, something you really, really want. And then go after it full, oh, well, no, I skipped five steps. Get really clear about what you want. Write it down, right? Um, you know, get clear. And then um, put a timeline on it. So a date. So it's a goal, essentially, right? I will have this thing by this date. And then um, talks about, oh, my brain's fuzzy. And I had him good the other day. That's why it's important to review this stuff, right? So write them out, make a plan, and then start working the plan right away. I'm skipping like two or three steps. Definiteness of purpose, intention, I think that's kind of part of it. Tend to have it, be passionate about it. Oh, yes, write it out. Read it two times a day, at least. Once in the morning, first thing when you wake up, once in the evening, right before you go to bed. And feel it, sense it, see it, breathe it, smell it, imagine it as if you already have this thing. That's important, too. So those are the steps in jumbled order and probably missing one or two. But that's kind of the basic idea. That's why it's important for me to review these things because otherwise I forget. So anyway, when I talk about the secret and law of attraction as I have in other episodes, I bring up that this law of attraction, the focusing and the dreaming and the vision boarding is all really important. That's the first part of it. But then you still got to do work. Like you still got to make a plan to go after it. And that's like a lot of the products in the finder flow shop if you go to finderflow.com forward slash shop 
you may have noticed that a lot of them are very like self-help oriented, self-improvement, well-being. They're about helping us, anybody who buys it, um, myself, I already bought them, um, create, do the create part, right? Get clear about what you want. Some of the some of the products are about like helping you get clear about what you want, and then others are okay. Now let's make a real plan for for going after these things because that's the second part. That's the part where the law of attraction kind of needs us to also be working toward it. It's kind of a two way sink, if you will, right? I've got my idea now clearly what I want. I'm putting a timeline which is, if we think about it as a destination, time. Time is a, another dimension, right? We've got the physical dimension and there is space, which is the dimension of depth, right? We've got 2D, which is like flat drawing. And then 3D, which is the depth of the thing in space. And then the fourth dimension is time, this 3D object moving through time. And so if we are thinking about creating this physical reality and the, all the dimensions that are involved with that and our senses of these dimensions, right? Because we have five senses that we're, you know, generally speaking, that we're all using. And then um, those all operate within this physical dimension, right? It, like it's this little cross-section of all the dimensions that are possible all the different frequencies of light, of sound, of heat, of these, it's all energy at different frequencies. And each of our five senses is tuned in to a certain band of those frequencies. And they it turns it into a signal that our mind can interpret as this reality, as our mind and body. And so if we want to law of attract certain experiences or things into our physical reality, then we're kind of tuning in to the frequency of those things using our sensory imagination, in a sense. So in my physical eyes are looking around, I'm seeing my physical experience environment around me. Those are, the feedback loop is going in a certain, it, it would seem to be going in one direction, in a sense. Like there, there are cars in front of me and around me, I'm on the freeway, I'm driving, I'm inside my own car. I can see all these things. Now, when I'm in more of a creative, so I'm in the somewhat of a um, reactive mode almost. I mean, I'm in the flow with the driving. I'm not really focusing on that. I'm focusing on what I'm saying more. That's where, you know, but my body has all the muscle memory. It knows where I'm going, and I'm on autopilot for the most part, using my turn signal as I turn because that's a practice. That's a habit that I've already developed. I intended to turn right. I did it. Didn't even really have to think about it. It all happens pretty automatically. And so, if I, when I'm in the mode of wanting to create, I conscientiously, consciously feed my senses the frequencies of the thing that I want. So, what does that mean? So, let's say, what things am I working on creating right now? Well, one thing I'm working on creating is passive income through commercial real estate, multi-unit commercial real estate. So as I'm driving, if I wanted to be putting energy into that creation, attracting that opportunity to me, um, with my eyes, I might be looking at properties and imagining what it's like to own that ginormous, a piece of that ginormous apartment complex I'm passing. Man, it feels great to be 
supporting housing for all these people and have all these people feeling like they live in a really high quality of life with this great place. And I'm, um, you know, providing this valuable service and I'm getting paid even when I'm not there, even when I'm not doing anything. There's maintenance crews that live there and work there and they have uh, employment, which is really powerful and a great thing for them. They love their jobs. I get paid whether I do anything or not. I get paid just uh, passively. I mailbox money every month, $10,000 or more a month passively coming in from all these hotels, uh, sorry, apartment uh, and condos that, that we own. Okay, so that it might be a way that I am creating that reality. How do I feel about that? Man, I feel freaking amazing. It feels great knowing that I have money coming in every month, whether I do anything or not. I love it. I love knowing that I'm providing value in my community. What I'm um, hearing sounds of like uh, maybe peace and quiet and at home when the kids are at school. <laughs> maybe I take a day off a week to just be in the quietness and read books and do all the things I like to do that I don't get a chance to do. But whatever it is for you, right? I'm just kind of snowballing here, spitballing. Um, and it's it's really great. What else? Uh, how else am I? Okay, so my sense of smell. Well, what's it smell like? Man, well, sometimes I go and, uh, yeah, I go somewhere really Winston. More likely I'm sitting at home. I'm smelling, um, you know, maybe Elaine has got these, like, things that vaporize oils in the air and it smells like different ones. So maybe I'm, I've got my favorites, vanilla. So maybe I'm, you know, putting vanilla scent in the air while I'm drinking a coffee and reading a book and it's quiet and peaceful and I feel so calm and relaxed and so grateful that I have this quiet time to myself where I can uh, just chill and relax. Man, it feels amazing to know that I'm financially secure. I'm financially free. My time is not tied to my income or my income is not tied to my time. And I can get really into these things, right, with my mental energy. And I am putting energy into these things. And then what physical things, how might I actually, so what's my plan? If I'm just daydreaming, that's good. That's definitely a step in the right direction. I'm getting more and more clear about what it is I want, how it looks, how it feels, how it smells, how it tastes, how it looks, um, it sounds. And also, I have a real plan. I'm going out into the Internet and I'm searching for these properties and I'm analyzing these properties and I'm doing five of them a week that I'm going through, five or more. And this is my actual plan and I am working this plan. During my lunch break, during uh, any little downtime I can sneak in, I'm looking at some properties, I'm analyzing deals and I'm um, reaching out to the brokers and that is my actual plan. And I'm working my plan. I already have taken action, I already went out and got some really good education. And so I know that this opportunity is attracting to me, but I need to also know what that opportunity looks like so that I can recognize it when I see it. Because it may not come the way that I think it will. Even though my plan is, hey, go out and look at these properties online and find it and then send it to my team to actually take from there, I'm also open to it coming from other directions. Maybe somebody calls me up and says, hey, Winston, I know you're into this. Uh, here's an opportunity I think you would like. I'm open to that happening now. Is that my plan? No, not exactly. But would it fulfill the dream and the vision and the intention that I'm setting out there? Yeah, absolutely. So that's where the flexibility comes in. That's where the flow comes in. And that's the part that I think is a really powerful thing about these intentions is by getting clear about what it is I want, what it looks like, what it feels like, I can 
I still want to make my plan and I want to take immediate action on my plan and I want to not be attached to my plan. It's kind of like just what I do in the meanwhile while the thing is being attracted to me while I'm being attracted to it. Oh, yes. Uh, six steps. Some, there's no such thing as something for nothing. No such thing as something for nothing. Despise the free lunch. So what am I going to give in return? What are you going to give in return for the thing that you want? You have to provide value for the universe or for God or for whatever, right? For the thing that you want, the person you want to meet, the experience you want to have, whatever it is, what are you going to give in exchange? You gotta, you're making deals with the gods, if you will, right? And Or with your god or with your angels or with uh, the universe or whatever, right? Whatever it is, you want to be clear. Hey, I'm exchanging. In exchange for this thing that I want, I am giving this. I'm doing this thing for other people. That's kind of the idea. So it's a good one. That's an important one. I'm glad that came back to me. So that's kind of it, friends, for today. The power of intention. Use it for good and uh, use it to create the reality that you want to create and make it happen for yourself and those around you and by doing it for yourself you become a powerful model that other people can see and you may start noticing people notice you in different ways like hey how'd you do that what oh wow aren't you lucky it, that's kind of how it sounds when it's reflected back to me often it's like oh man you're so lucky oh how'd you do that well it's easy for you because those might be some things that you hear and then you say like oh yeah it's because i know the law of attraction i know how to think and grow rich I practice it. I do it. It's a real thing. It works. You just got to work it, right? You just got to work it. Make your plan. Plan your work. Work your plan. Have at it, friend. Go out, make it happen, think and grow rich. And until next time, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. And if you would like to hear your commercial at the beginning or end of this podcast, go ahead and send me an email, winston at finderflow.com, and I'll get back to you as quick as I can. Thanks for listening, friend, and until next time, be flowing.